FM. Yeah, welcome back. Sports Breakfast. We're in the run to uh, 7 o'clock. The opening hour of the program for your Thursday morning. Jacob Lance, we're back in the chair, joined by Shane Woden. You can join us too. 0429 913 913 is the text. You can call as well. 9418 7700. Let's find out where the fish are biting this morning. Uh, we are about to hit April. New demersal season. Let's talk to Ashram about that and more. G'day, Ash. Jacob and Wally, morning lads. How are we today? We're Good, very mate. well. Very, very well. well. And now, um, Shane, before I throw questions, did you have a question for Ash? Yeah, Ash. Pretty keen to know, are the restrictions still on up the coast? Where's it, where's it run from? Albany to just north of Perth? This coast via region, Rowie, uh, while he runs from uh, the Zydolf Cliff, pretty much north of Kalbarri. So let's talk just below between Kalbarri and Steep Point is the top end of the west coast bioregion, and it ends just east of Augusta. Augusta. That's the, the region that we're going to talk about next, guys. The west coast bioregion um, is the under new management rules for demersal fishing, and a lot of uh, noise in the media around this last year. I'm sure most of the listeners be aware or heard something about it. The rules technically kicked in on the 1st of February. But the initial phase of the new management was two months closure. So here we are on the 1st of April. This is going to be the first weekend it opens this Saturday, the 1st. The first weekend that we're actually going to fish under the new package of management measures. Firstly, the season opens from the 1st of April through to the end of July. This is the four-month period that the, the Mersal season is open for. It's open for a couple of other smaller windows throughout the 12 months. This is the main window the next four months, 1st of April through to the end of the July. The boat limit has been reduced to a maximum of four demersals per boat. So if you have any more than two anglers on board, maximum of four demersals per boat per trip, guys, which equates to an individual demersal limit of two per angler. So you go out by yourself, Bowie, you can bring home two demersals, breaks in a Jewfish, Jewfish and a pink snapper, two pink snapper, whatever it may be, quite well. If we have two of you on the boat, you can bring home four. If you've got three or more, still are capped at a maximum of four demersals. There is no Jewfish individual limit or boat limit anymore. We used to have one per angler and two per boat. That is that is gone. One of the other new parts of it is you must be using a single bait rig. Now, people get confused between single bait, single hook. We can have multiple hooks in the bait, like a gang hook and a muley. That is classed as one bait. But we can't have the traditional paternoster with two or three sets of bait. There is no size limit on jewfish, ball chin or break sea going forward. There still, however, remains a size limit on pink snapper. Very important one to remember. You're going to have to really get your heads around it. So oh. it's those fish that heavily suffer from barotrauma, those fish that are affected by coming up from the depths. And when we release them, Whilst at times they may look like they swim off okay, we know through data and research that the majority of them don't uh, don't live. So that is what we're trying to reduce with this management practice. It's about keeping the first two fish you catch and uh, and then moving on. Go and pull your cray pots, troll for some magnificent pelagics that are absolutely teeming off the coast at the moment. Cool and get a feed of squid and whiting on the way home. And then you've got the ultimate seafood basket as well when you get home, lads. Brilliant. Hey, um, Ash, with that new demersal season opening on Saturday, anything else we need to know? That is about it, mate. I reckon in a nutshell, that is it. There are new size uh, stickers that the department has just released in the last two weeks. If you haven't got one of those, get one of those from your local for your boat and in-store. Jump onto the Wreckfish West app or jump onto uh, 
fish.gov.wa or to the fisheries department site to refresh yourself with things before you jump on the water um, because there's no good trying to figure it out when you're out there and you've got no phone reception. So just brief yourself, be aware of the changes and um, and still enjoy that time on the water, guys. That's what it's all about. Get out there, enjoy and tight lines. Yeah, enjoy it at mm. uh, this time of the year before we do get that turn of, uh, of cold weather at the end of May into June. So still a great time Absolutely. of year to be out and about, isn't it? Absolute gold, mate. This six to eight weeks before the cold fronts get too frequent and too strong is absolutely the best time of year, mate. Absolutely. Well, Ash, we know that we can head to uh, your outstanding store, Taco World Miami, the Old Coast Road in Falcon, for all the, the equipment, all the bait and all the advice you need, uh, the Old Coast Road in Falcon for uh, Taco World Miami. Thanks, as always, for your time on the show. Cheers, guys. Nah, we'll talk next week after the opening of the new season. Cheers, guys. Ash Ram with us. A new demersal season, as he mentioned. Opens on Saturday, the 1st of April. It's a bit to think about. It is. That's why you need to listen to Ash when he comes on the show. He gives great advice and gives you all the information you need at the drop of a hat. Saves you going to the app or the website. Yes. Wreckfish West. Certain size on certain fish. Numbers. Yeah, you can't just go and pull them all in. Most anglers have the little tape measure and stuff. Yeah. They make sure that everything's a-okay. You don't want to breach any laws. No. So. Yeah, it'd be hard to police though, wouldn't it? I would. It would. Hey, now, just before we head to the news here on Sports Breakfast, yeah. opening hour of the program, Josh Dunkley tonight comes up against his former club for the first time, and mm-hmm. it's not an unusual occurrence. happens a lot, particularly mm. in the modern game, where players get uh, second opportunities. How did Shane Wodan find it? Collingwood v Melbourne, first time against your former club. Yeah, stressful. Yeah, I had to wait till round 12, so the Queen's birthday, to play against the Ds. Um, and a bit spoken about. There was a bit written about when I left Melbourne and how it all went down and um, look it wasn't a great experience and let's be honest it was um, it was horrendous to be, to be truthful but look it did happen but um, yeah the relief I felt when it was all over um, it was certainly a lot easier in 04 when I went to play him the second time definitely uh, being 12 months in but yeah the relief um, the barrage you cop from the Melbourne supporters oh Got called every name under the sun. Oh. <laughs> I said, this wasn't my choice. Um, yeah, and players, I remember an incident, David Neitz trying to knock my head off after one game. And, and I still have one regret where I barreled verbally one of my former teammates and it wasn't one of my ho- highlights of my career. Um, so I do regret that. But yeah, an enormous amount of relief post-game to be all over. And yeah, I would have loved to have been around three or four just to get it yeah. done with. yeah. Well, there's been times where now the, the AFL schedule these games early in the year because mm. they know that it's going to bring eyeballs. I remember Wayne Carey when he played for Adelaide for the first time against yeah. North, and there was an added layer to that for the personal reasons that we know, but that was probably the most watched Friday night game ever. Is that the one where he shaped up to Glen Archer? Yes. Got, Arch got in his face? Yep. Yeah, remember yeah. that one? Yeah, that was Adelaide and North under the roof at Docklands, mm-hmm. and that was a huge Friday night yeah, game. It was, wasn't it? That was probably round six or seven. It was pretty early in the year, and... It's it's a challenge, but I think from the outside, people go, oh, you know, these guys, they, they just move from one club to another and it's a business, it's their job, but you have so many great friends that you play with for so long, you share yeah. these experiences, and then all of a sudden you're at another club. Yeah, it was exhausting leading in, knowing the fact of the talk around it and um, there's just a constant attention on it and because of the way it was all done previously. Um, but, yeah, it was thankful to be over and done with. Would it be harder now with the amount of different ways you can communicate back when you probably were playing I mean you could you were texting still but now you got <laughs> you got what whatsapp you snapchat. got you got snapchat you got facebook messenger yeah. 
Twitter, Instagram. I mean, you could get any number of messages oh, from there would have fans been. and players and... There would have been a bit of banter. Yes. Between the boys, I reckon. Yes, the old WhatsApp group would have gone off in 2003. 